listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. At school, I wrote notes, took quotes from Shakespeare and other type of rhymes to show you that I care. But things like together, but things like together forever to you, my only one, my only one. It was special. I can't say there was another one. You would, you would say someone's knocking on my window. Knock, knock. Someone's ringing my bell. Ding dong. It's about two in the morning. AOG, what the hell's going on? It's just another case of that OPTA but nevertheless it goes to show my potential even though our love was three-dimensional one me two you three your pops now what am i to do had to transform to an educated lad going around doing chores for your dad playing the duck wearing sweat sweaters and shoes chilling with pop just listening to the blues talking to your mom about the love for a daughter suggesting to me that i just oughta watch myself inch by inch watch myself and use some sense so i did hey it didn't do a damn thing but a case of complaint so now i'm saying it's just another case of that opta hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a um wednesday a walking dead wednesday yep, end of the week last walking dead wednesday of the year it is we're not coming back to february mm-hmm mm-hmm brown we are ready to do podcasting ready to recap uh one of our favorite shows on tv um but before that we have to do all the intro stuff you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tells leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes time out to leave us those five star reviews on itunes and stitcher the official weapon of the show is and an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme uh now you guys know uh exactly what that means um <laughs> uh, this podcast is sponsored double sponsored actually it's brought to you by shadow dog productions maker of the youtube comedy web series series book crushers this week we went in on river world and logan's run please be sure to comment as that's especially useful to the algorithm i will put the link for the youtube in the show notes so you guys can go click on it leave a comment follow them all that kind of great stuff that uh that you know that you do to support people uh we are also brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin enjoy smoother clearer skin with bevel and uh i know i do okay it helps me feel better smoother smell better gives you a little routine and not drying out my skin every day uh for a limited time you can get 20 percent off your next shipment with bevel all you got to do is go to get bevel.com slash tbgwt the promo will automatically be applied at checkout that's get bevel.com slash tbgwt all right let's get into our walking dead recap <laughs> that's right end of the halfway mark for the season this episode was called evolution um and it got a f- over 5 million 5.09 uh which is higher than last week but still mm-hmm. rather low rather low karen yes before we get into the breakdown what did you think about this episode in general i loved it it was really really 
really good i i had a ball watching all right um i liked it a lot um i mostly was just kind of ready for you know the big reveal of what the fuck is up with those whispering zombies Mm -hmm. um and um you know the the kind of get to see uh some other surprises that i didn't think we get this early in the show uh because we've uh you know i've been reading the comic and stuff and they kind of gave us a lot of stuff quick i mean look angela kane does not play like she just she is like play with you hoes. she's just like look we don't need to stretch this out to 18 episodes let's just get this shit over with now yeah we might outpace the comic we don't know we're just gonna go for it so we got some cool stuff and uh you know and a very uh unexpected death too for me so right all right let's get into the recap i like to break it down by location okay this one has a weird look yeah hilltop yeah then you had alexandria and then we had a, a place i like to call saving private eugene okay <laughs> we had to go find eugene and what was going on with him right. and bring him back to civilization so um i'll do that one last i think i'll start with alexandria because it has the least to do with the other ones and then we'll go hilltop saving private eugene all right okay in alexandria gabe is leading negan on a some type of meditational exercise like whatever just concentrate on the sound of one hand clapping or whatever (laughs) that thing here is 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 using meditation it's like i forgot what it's called but it's it like rings really loud it's 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 actually neat it's very calming and relaxing that's what i said so he was using that and uh negan was not feeling it and he was basically like look man it's not this ain't working this meditation stuff don't never work and gabe was like well, why the fuck do you want me to see why do i even keep coming down here and he starts teasing gabe about dating rosita and he's like well um the places my mind goes when it clears you don't want to bring your collar up in there or something like that and he's like uh well you know maybe or maybe you do now that you're dating rosita you know she's fine or whatever and it's interesting because it seems like negan is still good at pumping people for information even inside that cell Mm -hmm. so i guess gabe must go down there to do these weekly pastoral rehabilitation exercises and negan's like pumping up for information and now he knows that dude is dating rosita and gabe is all like i don't understand why you do this you clearly won't help i can see you try and then negan's basically like man i'm never getting out of prison like this is a life sentence what's the fucking point like learning how to meditate like it doesn't matter and he thanks gabe for helping him because he said he was touching go for a while which i think is when he wanted uh maggie to kill him right but it's been five years since then so he's gotten his shit back together i guess but he's like you know back then i'm glad you came and stuff but now all you're really doing is helping me know a week went by every time you show up i know it's been another week ah and uh he says and he's gotten everything he needs he's got a baseball glove and a tennis ball he throws around inside his cell he um which is interesting because that to me that means they don't even let him out of his cell to like exercise Mm -mm. um and he says that cell window is basically his tv and i believe that because people probably 
don't even pay attention to you know like don't even care about him being down there sometimes it's like things are just there and you just act they become normal so him being down there is normal so they're just talking in front of that not really you know really not caring or realizing that he's down there sometimes and it's like the world's biggest reality show i guess to a certain extent mm-hmm. um and he's been down there just collecting all the tea from everybody uh when they're not paying attention um and i guess this also does confirm what uh miss smart was speculating which is that negan's in there hearing everything so he heard when was shown and maggie were arguing about killing him and shit so maybe that was all part of the plan too who knows who knows um but at any rate they had this conversation and um you know uh gabe gets kind of fed up because he's like you know um uh stay out of my business basically because gabe's like every life needs a purpose and you know you need to start thinking about what yours is even if it's in the cell and gabe is like well down in the cell i get to hear everything people think i'm not listening and you know sometimes i, I you'd be surprised when i heard rosita out there chatting up a storm about the other day and gabe's like i don't need to know what she thinks about me and he said who said she was talking about you so i feel like this is the second or third time that they're kind of playing up this angle of there may be a tr- love triangle thing between eugene rosita and gabe what do you think you think she's just with gabe and that's the end i do i do i do think that at one period of time i feel like this i think that she would give eugene a chance if he didn't chicken out because she was like hey like who are you talking about remember they was riding together yeah. going out and he was she was like but well, then don't waste my time like if you're not gonna come out and tell me i'm not gonna guess i'm not gonna beg i'm not gonna plead like you're gonna have to be man enough to come out and say it's me yeah and i guess to me that signifies that there is a chance and that is not cut and dry and that there might be a love triangle yeah. you know like my man eugene been pushing up on rosita to be there for you gabe ain't around hoping he can walk up during an argument and skate away with her better watch your back eugene uh gabe he gonna hobble his way with your woman hobble right on the way with her you know he's gonna use that 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 that, that, that signs you know what i'm talking about like like mm-hmm. that, that him that's a 10 for roger on the clitoral, clitoral science uh <laughs> over and out mm-hmm. uh we'll get some regular uh tongue ring action going downstairs if you know what i mean uh so yeah it, it, i do think that there's some um that i think that they are hinting that she's not as committed to gabe as maybe people would just assume because right. of the kiss and shit mm-hmm. i think rosita's still kind of playing the field and doesn't really you know like it's whatever to her um and which is sad because gabe really seemed like his nose was wide open he really in her so it's gonna be sad when he uh finds out that uh she ain't exactly uh <laughs> on the up and up you know mm-hmm uh but yeah so negan's teasing him about this like you know is that your chick i don't know you know uh watch you on this side with me is that your chick <laughs> he prays him because they're thinking him uh so yeah that's the feeling i got and i'm her pastor that's what gave me. really what does that mean jesus take the word what does that mean you're her pastor that's i'm her pastor 
What does that mean? Like I'm her pastor. That's what I. That's that's who I am. And then he left. Um, <laughs> and then when he went outside, a woman came up to Gabe, and he saw two people from Hilltop with Hilltop armor and spears and was like what they doing here and this woman was like yeah they came from out they came all the way from hilltop to inform us that rosita has been injured and gabe of course was you know pressed about this because that's his woman and negan uh later is uh matter of fact i have this clip let me see if i can play it for you guys so gabe has to go back to negan's cell to clean up um to clean up negan's cell for him and negan starts basically teasing him about the shit um unbeknownst to him i guess he wasn't he have his ear to the to the window he wasn't ear hustling enough to see uh to hear gabe get the uh get the lowdown about rosita missing in my ass goes right up your nose so yeah he was making a joke about how gabe has to clean his cell piss and shit every week mm-hmm. and he has to smell his piss and shit on the way like while he's cleaning it and also um negan has been handcuffed to the cell to make sure that he can't like you know jump gabe or anything mm-hmm. and there's a big black dude that's like a bouncer who's watching over the whole transaction that's what you would call a husband nope that was a different black dude oh different oh they got another black dude i never forget that nigga's face I never know exactly which eye I'm supposed to look at. It's a little bit distracting. Just shut up. So he's talking about Gabe's eye. He's been, you know, he's been teasing him all day. And it seems like this is just what Negan does to everybody. But, you know, he doesn't know that Gabe's at his limit. For once in your life, shut your damn mouth. I keep scratching at you keep trying to figure out what's underneath it all because i think if i dig deep enough i'll find a person someone i can help but i never do all i find is more what happened rosita's at hilltop now this bothers me why y'all keep telling him y'all business because they assume he's not getting out i just don't like it that's true that's true um i guess six seven years softens the heart but it's like damn nigga like he clearly is using this to pick on you it would it would be different if they showed them having some friendly conversations but they've only showed animosity between negan and um gabe so to me i'm like if a nigga was using all this information to roast me why would i continue to give them to nigga daily updates on my life because he ain't gonna do nothing but turn around and roast you uh-huh. like you might act okay uh-huh. about it today but tomorrow he gonna be like uh so your girl dead yet or whatever you know like he's an asshole i don't understand this but he does care because he knows that gabe snapping is almost out of character for him does he care does he no true he might not i sent her out and she got hurt the messenger doesn't know what happened or how bad it is and i can't go to help her because I have to be here with you because somebody has to stay behind to be responsible for you I'm sorry man I didn't know you don't it's bad enough I've got to clean up your shit I shouldn't have to listen to it so yeah that's uh, how that scene ended um then 
gabe slams the the door shut the uh cage the guard goes and uncuffs negan and they leave mm-hmm. um negan just sits in the cell throwing the tennis ball uh against the wall uh, the, the cell and and over and over and then one time it hits the gate and the gate like rattles or something mm-hmm and he realizes that the cell door is kind of loose right because it hits it then it rolls on the outside he was like damn now i ain't got no ball right but when he walks towards the cell door just kind of jiggles and he's like wait a minute and pushes the door and the door is actually unlocked right because gabe in his furious getting mad just fucking slammed the door and actually didn't lock it yeah and honestly this kind of like we, this does happen in the comics in in a way it but does. not exactly like this Mm-mm. and i was wondering if they were going to get to this at some point maybe in the second half of the season or something and i mean damn they got they did this early that was probably the point of the time jump speed shit up also i don't want Negan in a cage for the whole fucking like battle with the damn um with the whispers and shit i'm, I'm actually optimistic that maybe they'll get the whole whisperer storyline done by the end of the season i think they will you know i hope so we'll see but you know feeling more optimistic about it now because of the way that they're just kind of knocking shit down like yeah. we're not gonna leave you in suspense for six episodes let's just go it's not worth it it's not it's just not worth it i mean if you really think about it they i know in the previews for the season people saw it but if you just weren't were just watching the show they didn't introduce the idea of the whisperer zombies until what two three weeks ago right um and then they're by the end of this episode we know what they are like that's mm-hmm. amazing they didn't drag it um all right so um once negan sees the cell doors open he uh gets up and leaves mm-hmm. so that's i mean you know that I is mean, home ain't like it's no security right guess who's back back again come on uh and we'll see man because i think we saw negan at his lowest we wanted maggie to kill him but it's been five six years what's on his mind is he looking for revenge or is he a new negan right you know he's probably gonna try to find lucille oh that's that's his baby um all right so hilltop last time we left the asl gangs with michonne and sadiq and they were trying to get into hilltop Mm-hmm. that's exactly where we started uh man on horseback sped through hilltop telling everybody like the riders the riders are coming riders are coming uh and the riders he's talking about is michonne sadiq and the asl crew who are just moseying along like i don't know why he was in such a rush but and i think because like you said the communities aren't communicating so a lot of people probably didn't know who the fuck they were and they didn't know they were coming correct uh so they get to the gate we gotta do our song and dance diane is uh minding the fence at the top of the gate and she sees michonne and them is like we got six people oh wait a minute it's michonne and them hold on and then uh magna who we know is you know old stabby mcstabham <laughs> she's like get ready y'all we're gonna have to fight and uh <laughs> you know luke and all of them were impressed by hilltop but not getting their hopes up because it was like they might not even let us stay neither did alexandria you know and so 
magnus like you know get the knives out we're gonna have to fight or we might have to do something and everybody's like chill magnus chill right like you know they got the advantage right right i feel like magnus is the chick that you can't take to no uh to no club or nothing like that i'll be gonna be fighting for the night over yeah like she can't <laughs> she can't she can't help herself she she like you know what i think i'm gonna try to fight uh i think i'm gonna fight some people i know she magnet chill out put your knives back down we just gonna talk to him yeah she's legit straight up ready at all times come on i guess if you stay ready you never have to get ready never have to get ready and magna's 100 percent uh believer come on she came in there i hit that bitch with a bottle i hit that bitch with a bottle come on. Um, i don't drink i don't argue <laughs> i just hit that bitch with a bottle just hit that bitch with a what uh but yeah so magna is like let's get ready to fight and everybody like chill out and then michonne let's diane know like look we here we know rosita's here injured we uh talk to your messages on the road also these people uh want to know if y'all hiring because they need jobs <laughs> and somewhere to stay and Got some unemployed here and diane looked down at tara who we know is in charge until jesus gets back mm-hmm. and she looks at tara and tara gives her the full like 53 percent head nod like mm, i don't know and then michonne realizes this is not they're not gonna let her in so she takes off her sword and then everybody has to put their weapons down and then they open up the gate and let them in uh tara meets, greets michonne and tara just has the stankest attitude like i don't know what happened between the communities i don't know what I choices were made the next season i mean I, the next yeah, half i think so too but man whatever it was they are mad at each other and tara just has the worst attitude like michonne you know that kind of attitude and michonne's like where's jesus you don't you don't even go here you're not even in charge where's jesus and she's like well he went out to look for eugene michonne like eugene missing too and she's like, right. you didn't know Michonne, you didn't know Michonne, uh, Eugene was missing? That's who went with Rosita. Uh, it's like, damn. It's like, well, how'd y'all know Eugene was out there? Well, Aaron told us. The fuck? What is Aaron right. doing here? Uh, well, you know, Aaron was, was over here ha- talking to Jesus. He was doing what? Uh, like, it was just a big ass, like, your mama finding out how much trouble you got into. Like, he did what? What kind of homework did he skip? Y'all well, didn't, he didn't turn in something. What? i didn't even know you was in that class right so then um enid and sadiq discuss uh rosita's health because enid is like the doctor now uh and michonne finds out that aaron is with jesus and daryl came down out of the mountains and they out there searching for eugene and tara makes a sarcastic joke like yes yeah, like the whole old gang's getting back together carol and henry and all this shit and michonne's like all right well which way they headed because i'm gonna follow them we're gonna help them get eugene and she's like everybody just kind of decides if daryl's on the case there is no better tracker than daryl there is nobody faster than daryl right, like they actually own their way back like by yeah. the time you get out there it, it'll be dark right so they're like you might as well just wait they probably already on the way back um and then 
Tara says they got their weapons back in the morning and then she will talk to jesus and decide if the asl people can stay and if they do stay how they can work to fit in like earn their keep yeah you gotta earn your you can't just like roll up in here and just stay you gotta like have a skill or some shit um and that's if they can stay right and uh they go to put up their stuff and get situated magna and them kind of talk amongst themselves and they're like magna's like it's a cult like they got a leader named jesus this shit <laughs> clearly some type of code i told y'all wasn't no good because magna don't trust nobody she has watched all the other eight seasons of the show and she was uh, like i heard you can't trust nobody in this motherfucker mm-mm. uh they also sort of hint at they need to find a moment to prove themselves so they can be redeemed trustworthy so they can stay uh which is a totally different approach to when they fucking showed up at alexandria mm-hmm like alexandra they was ready to like like are we gonna have to stab michonne in her sleep you know at least magna was mm-hmm. but here they're like maybe we can find something that ingratiates us to these people and they can let us stay maybe it's because uh hilltop has better amenities i mean it does look like a lot lot more food and mm-hmm. people and shit like that um michonne is pissed with sadiq for keeping secrets sadiq has sadiq has done nothing but apologize this entire last two episodes it's just been i'm sorry michelle i'm so sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry um i knew everything i just didn't tell you yeah some people think they might be trying to ship sadiq and michelle what do you think no no you don't think they're trying to well they might be but i i don't feel the chemistry mm-hmm. all right yeah i heard but i saw people saying it though um so he basically was like i feel bad you know and before they can get into because they keep hinting to like something happened and before they get into details they always get interrupted right hopefully this starts hopefully they stop with this after maybe one or two more episodes they real they just tell us what to do for that i mean the flashback or one episode dedicated to what the fuck happened yeah because i don't want to do this shit forever of just Mm -hmm them awkwardly being like it's like the time that hey michelle can i ask you a question right we gotta go you know like what happened be like you remember when you hey we got an emergency to ha-. okay we talk about it right later. uh i will tell you what happened but i have to use the restroom real quick <laughs> let's go to commercials uh so yeah um they see carol they come over and talk to her carol asks michelle's like uh hey michelle you know who are your friends because you know the asl people are with what her. about your friends mm-hmm. they was like look do we know them i don't know these niggas come on um and michelle's like you know they trying to live here and the thing is carol don't live there either so i don't think she cares that much i know she's leaving henry there but it's like it's in good hands like hilltop clearly seems to be the one place that they decided is fine and doing fine and don't need no help right um so carol's like yeah uh that's your friends and they all introduced themselves and um you know i noticed that uh yamiko is the the one who does most of the talking and she has since she like got her like head trauma straightened out she has kind of been the de facto leader i wonder if she's like the quote-unquote leader of the crew i think she probably is no she does seem to voice a lot of the the stuff uh, at least that's what i noticed um 
so then michelle notices i mean sorry carol notices that connie is hearing impaired and does the you know they use an asl and she signs her name like i'm carol and then uh connie tries to sign something back and she's like uh carol's like that's all i know <laughs> i just know my name I yeah where uh don't they start la biblioteca where is the library that's what you just asked mm-hmm. uh carol says um all right michelle well let's have a little talk michelle's all like you know how your you know how your kids doing and carol how your kids doing and stuff and how how's life how's ezekiel blah 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 and in between all that um they start talking about the fair now they brought the fair up last week aaron said to jesus that michonne kind of put the kibosh on alexandria participating in this fair i'm not 100 sure what this fair means or is I, what do you think it is i think it's a way to bring the communities back together i think the the purpose the purpose of the fair and I, who knows this may have been something that rick may have outlined and everybody was like fuck it this was rick, rick's idea you know what i mean like he might not have shared it but he was like i want to do something and that might have been why he was gun on the bridge because he said basically the bridges bridge kept all the communities together or this might have been something that they decided to do and some shit popped off and it was like fuck it we're not doing no fair and they're trying to redo it yeah so michonne doesn't want to participate in it i find this interesting because last time we saw michonne before the time jump she was writing the articles of like let's all be communities with a working da 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 and now she's like firmly in this isolationist moment of every community is to itself right so i i, I don't know what the fuck happened but something bad happened um so uh carol's like yeah we should you know we've all lost something we kept going we always been a family we should all stick together let's do the fair and uh michelle says we are a family but kingdom is kingdom hilltop is here and alexandria is there and between there's a whole lot of broken world and we cannot pretend otherwise we got to take care of our own uh carol says that's a shame and then they say goodbye um diane ask carol when she sees carol going back to kingdom can she come because she feels like they don't need her at hilltop anymore so she's out because uh, carol says yes henry comes over to say goodbye he gives carol some nails and screws to take back to the kingdom uh and she said she thanks him and says uh goodbye and it's almost it reminded me of like the first time you get dropped off at college right that's what it was yes like your parents are getting ready to go away and the reality hit that you ain't coming back with them yeah like you know i think and I, and it's kind of interesting they put this kind of storyline in this episode because it very much felt like this is going to college in the z-pock you know being away from home because it, it, that's uh, the furthest he's ever been from them yeah like things change but things don't change that much it just kind of adjusts right so she kind of gets close to like tearing up and she she's like you know uh getting sad and crying and he sees it and you know i I feel like he's never really seen carol like sad cry before nothing like this Mm -hmm. and he because she's always been the boss she's like nope this is what we're gonna do you know always been quote unquote in control of situations and it kind of shakes him too right because he's like um i'll be back for the fair i'll make you proud right because i think the reality of he knew she cared 
you know because you know she cares she loves him but that right there made him realize oh like this is more serious than i thought like this is actually about her to tears yeah i think also just you know carol like kills people and shit come on like he saw her get her ring back and she ain't shed a single fucking chair didn't think twice you know so i think and he's been to war and battle and shit when he was a kid he's seen like some some fucked up shit and you know to him i think he just didn't think about how serious this must have been to her right to leave uh, him uh, that makes it real for him too you know first time from under your parents roof and out on your own mm-hmm. so uh she goes you know you already made me proud and then henry does some blacksmithing and alden is there with his new haircut right uh which uh, it took five years off his off his face uh, it did he looked like he, he 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 went down in age uh and it's interesting well i'll get into this in a second but he's helping because he said he was gonna be an apprentice and earl of course the drunken could would be murderer blacksmith he's out you know out and about you know teaching and you know uh they're all learning there and um enoch comes over and she's like hey how you doing henry and he's like good she's like everything going okay with your you know stuff or whatever now we have seen henry ask about enoch like four or five times since he got there right like he's just like it's like hey henry how you doing what you doing here he's like i'm great just want to do some blacksmith anybody seen enoch anybody what she got on what she look like how she smell it like this did them titties come in yet i'm just i just want to know i've been having tween fantasies about her so he's like super pressed to see some enid she comes over speaks to him you know and he's all like oh hey uh you know fancy meeting you here uh to, to every, everybody you know you come here often um and so she's like oh can i talk to alden can i talk to you for a second and while she does that earl turns around and asks like uh henry hey you want to come over for dinner tonight with me and tammy and two things here one i I forgot earl don't got a son no more Mm -mm. so maybe he's kind of maybe these mentorships are kind of providing something in his life that he wouldn't have had you know maybe even with henry and whatnot maybe you know via tammy now i'm not saying it's a replacement i've never lost a kid or anything but just like the idea of having a young person that you mentor might fulfill some sort of need that you you know that this hole that's been left there right um the second part of it is i think everybody from i think earl specifically knew something was up and tried to distract henry yes in this moment and henry wouldn't pay hardly paying no attention it didn't really work because in the background we see enid and alden playing tonsil hockey Mm-hmm. um and my man um henry played it off smooth as shit because he gets this dinner invitation and he's like yeah i'm not gonna go to dinner with y'all because i was gonna see if enid wanted to and he turned around and seen uh that kiss and then he said yeah sure i'd love to go to dinner uh he i'll was be hurt. there yeah like he was just staring but, like, at my them. plans uh, got canceled i'll be right there right He's just, he's just sitting over there staring.
is over there working all that metal come on i know they got some real straight swords that day they yeah. was straight as hell he was bending the shit out of that metal i'm like nope uh so he he just sitting there looking at 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 this his life his whole plan of of romance and love go down the drain down 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 and he's sulking and he goes and gets some food from from lunch and everybody can tell that he's still all broken up and shit he's just sitting there looking at his plate and then he goes and throws it in the waste and it's like most of the food is still on it so and so then after this happens um some tweens that we haven't seen before and i wonder if they're i actually wonder remember when those maggie hung uh greg gregory mm-hmm. and two kids came out from around the corner mm-hmm. i wonder if those are those kids possibility because no we've had a time jump yeah and they've had new people come to the community right and shout out to the actress that plays enid getting to probably play her real age right because you know they do that thing normally on these shows where they have somebody playing a teenager or something but in real life they're like 25 or some shit and i wonder if now you know because to me when enid kissed alden part of me felt like it was a little creepy because i felt like alden was too old for her but the reason i felt that way i think is because i believe before they realized lauren Cor- Cor- uh, lauren cohen was gonna lead the show maggie i felt like they were trying to ship them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think they were too i think they were too and then once her absence became something that was gonna happen once she got that other job i feel like they just kind of transitioned it to, which is why i love the time jump but they transitioned it to well let's just have him date somebody else right um because he was way too handsome to not be dating somebody like every Correct. and he was like a heart of gold he just a guy that fell in with the bad bunch you know yeah and like i said with that time jump you can put her in her early 20s now right and so anyway i thought that was kind of interesting that it happened that you know that he was the one tonguing her down and shit so the twin c uh henry they invite him up they introduce themselves gage a guy addy a girl and rodney a guy and uh they took they they were like we saw you down there crying and shit and he was like what i wasn't we heard crying. the music i wasn't crying i was down there eating my food see we hear that what what you talking about we I'm, hear the music i'm happy I, I don't know where the rain's coming from but we hear it this is my happy face no uh so they see this nigga crying and sh- they're like we seen you crying and shit and you know you should hang out with us you know and we remember you from when you used to come back here or whatever and he kind of remembered them a little bit um they been here from the bridge yeah and yeah they said do you want to come hang out um at the dark and he's like but at the dark it's like a curfew and shit and they was like nah we we go outside in the woods and it was like y'all sneak out right he's like y'all actually try to break the rules like ain't this shit dangerous like that's the opposite of walls right uh but yeah it was like they was like yeah we we sneak out and have fun and you want to hang and he was like you know what yes now he's supposed to have dinner with earl and tammy tonight but i guess he said fuck them plans right i got my heart broke so i deserve uh in the infirmary sadiq and michonne watch over rosita and they do such 
such a tv trope moment here guys they do <coughs> this is cliche tv um sadiq apologizes to michonne again because that's what he do and michonne's like you know it's just hard because people still upset with me so showing up here you know it was hard with these people looking me in my face with all this attitude and sadiq's like it's not too late to mend those fences and michonne's like i know but i won't at least not the way you want me to which i think michonne's like nigga i don't feel like i'm wrong or whatever this altercation was and i'm not kissing their ass and she said i didn't make the choices i made because i thought they'd be easy at least they're alive so they can hate me for it i want to know what choice she made what thing what happened? happened where the x come from i need to know uh rosita wakes up and um panics in the middle of this conversation because they were about to tell us what the conflict was so she said oh my god i'm up and there's <laughs> before, i'm woke i'm woke before you explain the plot and, and the subplot uh i'm up and they were like rosita what's wrong she's like we gotta go oh no where where's eugenie still out there it's like don't worry daryl's out there looking for him and they probably already on the way back and she's like no they're not ready they're not ready at all they don't know what's got to happen and it's like oh my god well, what's gonna happen i can't there's no time and go to commercial right this just runs off screen yeah and then they go to commercial without her explaining anything tv tv moment. it was hilarious like it really like honestly guys from what she knows and what we know watching the show it would have taken an extra three seconds to be like walkers were fucking talking to each other let's go that's it she's like i can't even tell you it's just too much it's too we much need, we need to take a 20 mile ride all the way out to the wilderness without uh, me explaining uh, anything uh, 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 uh. anyway so she gets up and they uh they you know they cut away uh henry goes out that night and uh starts getting drunk and partying with his white friends uh <laughs> bad influence new kids and this this reminded me so much of just the idea of college right mm-hmm. like kids are gonna still be kids in the z-pac and this is their version of you went out to school and started binge drinking you know a lot of kids do that stuff because it's a stressful time in their life and that's how they cope is through alcohol and drugs and shit mm-hmm. you know uh so yeah they go out and they're just hanging out listening to old records and drinking i'm like uh music in the z-pock this is kind of this is a lot um right and who knows they didn't know they, they didn't say how far out they were and then they was in the house with the lights on me i was like any anything can happen to y'all out here right like damn kids um so but that's young people for you thinking they're invincible and they're getting drunk and shit and they're getting wasted you know they're playing some games and then you know they're like all right last last or something which i think means finish off the moonshine they were drinking and they're all fucked up and henry takes a sip and like almost like fall, falls into a beanbag chair like that's what you do for fun y'all just sit around drinking like kind of shitting on the whole thing and uh also henry and addy while they were playing whatever game it was they had like a little quick moment of like getting kind of close to each other and rodney came over and kind of interrupted it i don't know if rodney's like her brother or if he's just like interested in her but i got a vibe that rodney might be into addy or something i think he is or at least he doesn't want her around henry anyway right. uh so they were like oh you want to see what we do for fun you want to see what we do for fun and they take him outside and they have dug a hole in the ground they uncover it and there's a fucking zombie in there and henry was like well what the fuck is this this is not a game yeah and they've been throwing darts at the zombie 
they started doing drunken rain toss on the zombie trying to get ropes around his neck i mean i guess in a look maybe it's not social media and tv maybe it's us guys okay maybe the kids are just goddamn stupid all right i thought it was just a function of that damn idiot box but give them their cell phones back okay they all all these kids would be better served bullying people on twitter than fucking around with walkers and throwing ropes on them drunk like right anything could happen right and i think not trying funny you can tell that that they've never actually had to interact or fight or anything with zombies they treated it like almost like a toy him was like oh no 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 we can die like no 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 like this right here ain't this is not a game right so they're just out there having just having the time of their life just yeah i was like one of y'all fuck around and tumble in there it's over and we've all seen like episodes where somebody plays with a zombie and like this is a, a cliche of the show i have to give it i have to admit that we've seen this a hundred times on the show right just the somebody thinks it's a game with these zombies and either they get bit or a more serious person comes along and kills a zombie because they like what the fuck are y'all doing and this was the latter henry like jumps in the pit drunkenly fucking kills a zombie and like i'm sorry and it kills a zombie because he's like what the fuck are y'all doing playing with this shit you know um and he pushed rodney down before he jumped in the pit and then gage is like what'd you do that for asshole and then and then henry's like if i had to explain to you you wouldn't understand yeah like i done been through some shit well just also i think henry has some honor about him it's like why are y'all desecrating this this used to be somebody right and, and now those kids did say they've lived in those walls most of their lives right. and they thought he was lucky to move to a new community so they're kind of I, I can get how they would have some some issues with like risking the thrill scene because they haven't seen any real shit he was like look my he was like look my stepmama had to come find my ass in the goddamn woods no thank you i'm good right so um everybody leaves him in the hole which is some friendship that some friendship that turned out to be right uh and then tara had and by the way that's such a like that was like a moment from fear the walking dead type of thing mm-hmm. the kids being kids moment i kind of enjoyed it but still it's i hate that i hate i hate that zombie trope of like stop playing with the zombie um so then tara has put henry in jail when we come back and he's in the jail cell that arrow used to be in and she takes earl to see him like maybe you can talk some sense to his dumb ass he threw up on my boots and he threw up on a pig and you know i love them boots and earl is like i'm disappointed in you henry and henry's all like hey man um i you know i was out drinking with some people i'm sorry he's like yeah i thought you said you were too tired you're gonna stay in tonight you lying ass liar and then uh henry's like and he's like and who gave you the booze who snuck out with you and henry won't snitch he said i ain't no takashi 69 you you gonna have to put me under the jail he gets nothing coppers. nothing and so he said all right well then you obviously not taking this serious take your scrawny ass back to the kingdom he called him scrawny that was hilarious love me a good scrawny <laughs> he's like take your scrawny ass back to kingdom and then uh henry was like no please i got people depending on me i messed up i know i did and earl's like what got it what got into you and then henry says like you know i never seen my mama cry until today and it fucked me up real bad and i realized how huge a deal it was for me to be away from kingdom and you know i i I went out and got drunk so i wouldn't have to feel anything 
and i was like that is college drinking in a fucking nutshell for a lot of people it is you're scared you don't know what's happening experiencing things for the first time right yeah it it it, it, it can't be a lot like we cover it up and call it a bunch of other stuff but college binge drinking for young people i really do think is self-medication it is. for the fact that you're going through so much change and it's just very scary you know and i think that that's what this version of it was in the z-pock and honestly i was here for it i really was like that makes perfect fucking sense um they didn't take forever to tell that story Mm -hmm. it's just five ten minutes in this whole episode and i was totally okay with that because that you know that's something i think definitely would happen and the added pressure of being in the z-pock would even make it even more difficult yeah, then you're away from home and i think he understood henry and he was like oh i feel I, I completely understand right um so then um earl says well i've been there i've been exactly where you are no i mean exactly like that's my that, cot yeah. i peed on that sheet a little bit that, you're yeah, standing right in my yeah that, right there that's why i used to jack off um and so he says well the minimum sentence for disorderly conduct drunken disorderly is two days in the cell i'll talk to jesus when he gets back and when you get out make sure you get your rest because you want to have a lot of work to do but at least they got rules now right and i wonder if those are some rules that michonne came up with all them years ago and they still use them there i guarantee you even though michonne sounds like we don't we not trying to work together mm-hmm. they can help keep order yeah so he left him he, he, he said well no we'll i'll talk i'll let you uh, when jesus gets back i'm gonna talk to i'm gonna go to jesus with it and then we will uh figure something out all right last segment finding eugene saving private eugene uh <laughs> finding eugene just keep swimming uh so jesus daryl and aaron are watching uh a herd of walkers uh that is just standing around not moving in any particular direction actually going around in circles yeah and they and, and you know they're all like uh you seen them do that before and they're like nah jesus like it's about 130 of them and they're like yeah that's weird but they don't appear to be moving and they are directly in the path that rosita came from mm. so they're like we gonna have to go around them and then cat pick up on the path somewhere else oh probably because they've been still probably looking for her uh right 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 those zombies are like it's just very coincidental uh that they're there so um daryl uh then um says we can go around them and they will track the path back to uh eugene um we come back aaron and jesus are having a conversation walking way behind daryl um uh on the path to get eugene and they have a conversation about basically being loners versus being leaders and aaron's trying to encourage jesus to stop being a loner and be the leader that hilltop needs right and he says he basically uses daryl as an example like look at daryl he's such a loner but his power is finding people and so he needs to be with us because um and stop fighting it and and accept that that's his role because he's saving so many people and same thing with you jesus you need to accept that your role is to be a leader you're not a loner you can't hang out outside the walls by yourself you need to step up to the mantle and lead uh which is a cool you know interesting conversation mm-hmm. um and we know jesus is so flighty that who knows if it got through um 
so then um aaron brings up uh oh wait i said that part um so then they realize that the herd that was mingling around in the in the circle they feel like they're like it's following us right they're like i can hear their the noise on the wind is carrying them they're still behind us right that's something i never realized but that would make sense with them growling you probably if you got quiet enough you probably could hear them from afar especially a group that big well and also because daryl's like a super tracker and shit right uh and so daryl's like we got to get them off our tracks and you know because we're going to end up having to fight them if we this happens so he takes an alarm clock an old school alarm clock alarm clock sets it for however long and then throws it in like the grass in a different direction hoping that the alarm clock will go off and then the walkers will start heading towards that alarm clock ingenious i'm surprised we don't see more shit like this i mean i guess it's hard to find those clocks but you know stuff like this seems like a no-brainer in the z-pop like everybody would carry this kind of shit on them mm-hmm. um so then um he throws that clock and they go the other way uh they notice that the herd later is now twice the size they saw earlier twice and they think it might be a different herd or maybe it merged but they're not sure uh but they decide we'll we'll just keep moving they're just zombies we'll stay ahead of them they're just crawling um and it's now nighttime we come back and a storm they said at the beginning like a storm is brewing well the storm was here and this shit was like a tv horror movie type storm this shit this is one of those scary ass storms where like if you were driving a car you pulled to the side of the road like fuck it i'm not driving in this yeah like it's not that it was raining so hard but it was foggy and mm-hmm. it was dark right you was like nope i don't want to hit nobody and i don't want nobody hitting me and there's lightning in the air like it definitely looked cool and i think that's where they were going with it they was like how do we get a storm that just looks fucking cool we want to set up this this scene you know this vision and they did it um so then um they get to the barn where eugene is um in this dark ass storm and uh they're like you know <laughs> daryl's like dog go find them and dog goes and finds goes to like a pile of hay that's hilarious you just name him dog yeah a dog goes to a pile of hay and it's like sniffing out eugene and so they knock on the you know they like go over there eugene you there and then gene of course is hidden in like a bunker like saddam hussein and shit right and looking dusty as fuck like that motherfucker was that motherfucker was a little like i don't know what was in there before he got in there but or if he just came in there that dirty but that motherfucker looked so too through like oh uh, like a fucking sheet uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so yeah, they they see him down there in the basement, and of course that's where him We heard about you before you even got up here. Well, you have a chance. You need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't gonna get you paid. Because you're not that cute, and your hair is uneven. You look dusty. So I'm saying, what else are you gonna do besides candor, rob, steal, trying to trick some girl up out of her baby's chair or something? so then um they get him out of there and eugene is like they're like all right man so what happened he's like man i dislocated my knee um you know i stepped wrong and 
now you know uh i had to go in here to hide and rosita left me and i told her to just go without me and they're like all right well cool let's just pop it back into place walk it off and i said what about eugene says pop my knee back into place and walk it off right he ain't that type of person but eugene's also like man we can't do that shit because we really ain't got no time yeah like, and me hollering will not help and he's like these walkers are following me they know and, and they i'm around y'all. here and uh well he didn't say they following y'all but he said oh. they're following me they know i'm around here i heard them talking and he gives them the whole thing and they basically like egged it on some like oh this nigga must just need some water he dehydrated right and, and he said that they had him and rosita have ran like through the area like two or three times like and they just felt like they were running around in circles yeah like i know people probably been questioning like well how the fuck do zombies out like make you tired and and outrun you and da 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 my guess would be you trying to do your typical tricks not working might tire you out right like oh we'll just double back here and then they there or we'll make this left and then they if a couple minutes later here they come like mm-hmm. you never get a chance to rest and you've been basically fighting against you know grade a level zombies uh, i mean you know like the lowest level zombies all all this z-pop right and now suddenly you know the zombies are fucking you know sentient right and you didn't play this and you didn't plan on that right um so they end up um uh they end up basically being like well you talking crazy but whatever let's just go you know like what are we gonna do um and we haven't heard any zombies whispering to themselves the entire episode Mm-mm. so nobody believes them they still just go carry him and let's go because they hear walkers outside the damn barn right when they came in so, so it's like <clears throat> it's a hell of a coincidence now that this 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 her and they like oh is that the same her and they're like i don't think so because you know you recognize hers not really by like what zombies look like just by you know how many they are and stuff but now might be a time for them to develop a system where you go uh this her got a dude with a yellow shirt in it i don't know so um they run out the back um and the walkers are still following them through the woods and everything <laughs> and they reach a fork in the road and eugene is like i got a theory the walkers are evolving and they're like what nigga they ain't evolving and he's like think about it the brain still work after all this time the synapses get to fire they are very ambulatory and da, 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 you know all his you know he was sciencing it up and somebody was like well shit before the zombie apocalypse nobody would ever thought fucking zombies was real right that's what jesus said and i said that's a good fucking point jesus don't get bit and then figure it out like let's figure it out now be like "Mm, maybe that's a good hypothesis nobody else got a fucking clue and so um jesus like well all right i'll distract them y'all take because we have numbers because daryl's like just leave me leave i mean eugene's like just leave me behind you know trying to sacrifice yourself again and they're like nope we're gonna make it we didn't come out this way for nothing right one of us will distract them the other two carry you off and that'll be how we get away and jesus thought he was really gonna volunteer that was like yeah you over a whole group no yeah you a leader man go your ass back to lead and so he's like i'll do it or whatever uh and then daryl's like no i'll do it and him and dog go and set this like elaborate um like not it's not a trap but distraction mm-hmm. where he gets on top of a like a um container type of thing and he has the dog i don't remember if he had his motorcycle or not but he has the dog and he has a 
some fireworks that draw like you know noise and stuff to make the zombies come towards him so when he sees the zombies he starts the dog to barking he sets off the fucking fireworks the zombies start turning towards him and then another group of zombies kind of jump in front of the zombies and lead the the whole pack back on the course Mm -hmm. of aaron and jesus and eugene and that's abnormal and you know dale's like oh calm down boy you know they stopped barking and it's like damn like what what the fuck is happening they done avoided the alarm clock they Mm -hmm. done avoided they uh, walked right over it yeah like they avoided my distraction what is happening with our crew um so then in a foggy graveyard that looked like uh <laughs> i think reagan gomez on twitter said it looked like the video for thriller it does <laughs> it did it did i was like oh my god oh uh, all we needed was vincent price <laughs> Come on. so um it was just like this really creepy vibe to this foggy dark graveyard and it's like a dilapidated graveyard and they like do a bunch of zombie shenanigans like let's go through this little hallway and they can't get down here let's go through this fence let's do this we can't get eugene through the fence the fence is stuck and they got this zombie gate with dirt stuck at the bottom so they really don't have a way to get the dirt out of the way Mm-mm. which is like y'all should have brought eugene's shovel as a cane but <laughs> uh anyway they end up like being like we're gonna have to fight the zombies so when they get ready to do that that's when michonne and the a- asl crew show up and michonne didn't even know the asl crew was coming she went by herself uh i guess with rosita um or whatever and uh who was in there oh sadiq maybe and uh she's like uh what y'all doing here and magna's like we came here to help and i'm like they, keep. they found a moment they trustworthy moment and um you know which is interesting because i think that's gonna spark a debate about are they the feds or not you know because that's how people do like did they know that those walkers could talk and was coming and are they is it a setup i do think that will become a thing i don't, I mean me and you aren't thinking like that but i bet you there's got to be either some listeners or other groups and other people that talk about this show that have to be thinking like are these walkers now like is this all a big plot the new group and the walkers showing the, that that talk showing up at the same time i don't know mm. never crossed your mind huh Mm-mm. Yep, that's what i do so then um uh jesus is like y'all get behind the fence because michonne and the asl crew open up the fence and they take eugene and they're like come on let's go and jesus like just let me finish off these these walkers real quick so i can show out in front of my homie aaron like check out this dog slow the hell and he starts doing like mad karate skills on these fucking walkers like slow-mo matrix level like kung foolery on these on these walkers and he gets after he gets done with his montage there's like two more left and he kills one and he walks by the other one and tries to kill it and it fucking ducks (laughs) it fucking ducks. it hit that right bumper i was not ready for that shit to hit the l2 button me either that shit and neither was jesus apparently nope that shit ducked swim moved and fucking stabbed him in his motherfucking back and jesus face was all our face which was what the fuck was just happening and he said and the, the walker whispered to him um 
you are where you do not belong and i was like nigga and then uh <laughs> I, was, I was like well he he lucky it wasn't all black people in that group with him because boy we would have broke the fuck out it was like i don't know what happened to jesus i don't know i know that nigga got me ain't nothing wrong with my leg like i would have pulled a motherfucking shane on eugene and shot him in his good leg y'all remember when shane did that to otis yes i was like pow oh, too bad they ain't gonna get us both and then i'll tell your family you loved them uh so yeah they like the rest of the crew comes out they start fighting our walkers and the walkers now some of them are running and they have knives out of nowhere it's like all of a sudden they broke off from the rest of the zombies and like became like the the knife crew right these niggas turn into the motherfucking the hand and shit just knives and shit and they and so now it's like more of a fight but the element of surprise is no longer on the walker's side obviously because mm-hmm. everybody saw what they did to jesus so they killed all these walkers and then they're like what the fuck is going on and um michonne asked daryl she's like what what is this what are, who are these people and daryl inspects one of the um zombies and aaron of course is mourning over jesus i really wonder if something's up with like if they were more than just friends i told you they weren't hanging out in the woods for nothing right right and uh aaron's like i ain't grow this beard to lose another boo hey right uh so then he's mourning jesus and daryl finds stitches in the walker's head and pops them and reveals that it's actually not a walker it's a mask over a human being and i mean i don't know these motherfuckers went to like hollywood makeup artistry school because they look just like walkers uh but it's a mask for a person with a person and a person actual like face and shit is underneath Mm -hmm. and it turned out that the person was old man jenkins (laughs) right and he would have got he would have got away with it it wasn't for daryl and that dog and those kids uh but that would have been funny if he would have put out the mask and been like oh man jenkins um and so yeah i don't i mean they stabbed jesus he was laying there i assume he is gonna get put in a cave for three days and come back i mean that's kind of how that works from my understanding when a jesus dies uh, so are y'all saying it's not true mm-mm. this one dead and gone this one ain't gone ain't coming back so you think jesus is dead all right mm-hmm. well i hope he's alive i don't i don't think he's dead karen i don't see any evidence to show that he's uh what evidence do you have that he's actually dead i mean do you from the show do you believe he's dead because they could oh. be pulling a fast one like they did with glenn oh the uh well the well the uh when they were showing the previews mm-hmm. uh at the really bit at the very very end mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken they show a body kind of on a horse like his midsection uh, on the back of a horse so i figured out that was jesus Mm-mm, i think he alive you can't tell me my jesus ain't alive jesus gone most of all, we are ourselves. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me. Come on, Paul. Come back to us, Paul. Y'all know what the Z Pac is, young and heartless. And next, these zombies, Mike. <laughs> and next, these walkers. Uh, but yeah, that um, uh. that is sad. He died, mm-hmm. and 
then you hear more whispers in the foggy ass storm dark in the graveyard going they're trapped and that's where the fucking episode ends it's like what what yeah because all they was fucking around they actually probably went around on the other side that was actually a great ending for me like that was one of their better endings of an episode of a season whatever Mm -hmm. halfway point in a while that joint was because it's funny reading the comic books we kind of knew what the walker what the whispers were Mm -hmm. but fucking seeing it put me in a whole different zone than reading about it correct because that shit scared the fuck out of me when he dodged that i said oh oh how are you ever supposed to kill any walkers again it's gunshots from their own out right because you don't know who's who i'm running my car through these motherfuckers from now on like a fucking walking fuck around and bob and weave on my ass that changes the entire z-pop come okay. on oh my god Mm-mm. i'm not with the shit not a fan of the shit okay <laughs> oh my god that motherfucking that walker who did that shit i would have been like time out everybody <laughs> stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous hit the crap not a fan all right let's get to your feedback before we get out of here um of course your feedback is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel is a shaving system that is the first and only one designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin aka black people (laughs) <laughs> but uh you know anyone with coarse hair and sensitive skin mm-hmm. um but it's the first in the end shaving system designed for us dermatologists recommended uh clinically tested to help reduce the, and prevent razor bumps discoloration uh irritation as well over 90 percent of bevel users notice improvement in their skin and razor bumps reduction i know i did and it doesn't irritate my skin or make it like flare up or itch or anything afterwards like i put it on within minutes it feels kind of tingly and warm and good and then boom i'm not feeling anything uh it is a they also have a trimmer the bevel trimmer is a gq award winner and barber go-to product now you can hold one uh one yourself and purchase one for or purchase one for a friend experience four plus hours of cordless grooming oh cordless grooming oh you don't take it to the next level easy gap adjustments and next level lineups each clipper includes a blade blade or microfiber bag brush and charger um so yeah make sure y'all get that joint because uh that joint gives me clipper envy okay right they can get me to mail me one of them uh so make sure you guys go and get the bevel trimmer or shave system today at getbevel.com slash tbgwt and get 20 percent off of your next shipment uh that's getbevel.com slash tbgwt all right let's get into y'all's feedback hi rod and karen uh first time writing in this question is about last week's show because niggas are always late just a quick question do y'all think daryl is setting traps for the walkers because he is still hoping to find rick thanks for all that you two do at love by verdi Ooh, that is a great point verdi yeah he could be setting the traps because maybe if it's a walker rick he'll catch him and then he'll be like okay i I got closure he's dead he turned into a walker oh 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 okay because because they figure out that he got his body he has to be around us somewhere yeah that's a great point didn't think of it Mm -mm. 
uh derica says hey y'all uh i really enjoyed this mid-season finale the whole episode but i gotta skip to the end five seconds before jesus got killed okay um uh i was like i'm gonna be mad if jesus dies but then that that walker quote unquote duck stabs him and whispers some cold shit i wasn't even mad because i was too busy freaking out me too uh as soon as they say the storm's coming at the beginning of this episode i tweeted out uh somebody gonna die tonight <laughs> i was like this this don't feel good uh it caught me so off guard but it was so good whispers take it away further than michonne walking around with walkers skinning a walker's whole head and wearing it texas chainsaw massacre style that's just crazy i'm terrified of what they mean for every what that means for every everybody woo child other Mm -hmm. thoughts and i my uh, hypothesis i think that this eventually will bring it like it's not gonna have a choice but to bring everybody back together uh that's a good point it gotta or maybe for michelle she'd be like and this why the fuck we need to stop hanging out if y'all niggas wouldn't have been on the road to hilltop y'all be alive i don't know uh other thoughts michonne's hairstyle itself is cute execution is just terrible yes yeah, it's a z but come on uh yes you need to holler at alden's uh shape up guy mm-hmm. eugene being old eugene level scared about them talking walkers was the first time i approved of his fear he was uh i felt the vibes between jesus and aaron too so sad aaron lost another bay those ninja skills will be missed uh the whisperers thoroughly terrified me i too i have too many questions can't wait for y'all's thoughts long live the blackout tips thank you thank you yeah i saw an interview with the dude who plays jesus and he was kind of like mad that he felt the character was underutilized in the show and because in the comic he got all these fucking like ninja kung fu skills and yeah it doesn't translate to the show in my opinion uh lastly eve says hi rod and karen i'm not sure how i feel about people treating michonne like she was the one who burned down that community clearly something happened and the communities are no longer close but they're acting like a bunch of strangers what the hell happened and the way tara was mean mugging michonne like she couldn't couldn't catch those samurai hands had me heated i am not here for the michonne looking like the bad guy storyline yeah i want to see what happened what decision did she have to make because i bet you it's gonna be some shit that make us all be like fuck these motherfuckers michonne was right uh you have to be all kinds of crazy to wear dead people skin i bet those whisperers are funky as hell Ugh, yes i, was, I mean oh god yes i'm surprised the disease and bacteria have haven't done them in yeah they 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 gotta be on some survival of the fittest shit like you know some motherfuckers and caught gangrene from them zombies well they say jesus says and i suppose that's true too bad he saved everyone but himself bye nigga jesus was whack the writers did his character so dirty so i wasn't sad to see him go well until february thanks for the recap nope thank thank you you for listening and we will be back for black history month okay and walking dead so we appreciate y'all for checking us out listening to us live um for those wondering about the premium things uh me and bossy tomorrow will be doing our this too much in the morning at 10 a.m get your feedback in if you're listening to this uh friday me and justin will be doing balls deep in the pregame friday morning so there you guys go um until next time i love you love you too Mwah. <laughs>